Sweet. Yeah, hey, going. welcome back to Florida's Fittest Podcast with what Mark, up, up? Mark, and Dan today. <laughs> so we've got we got a few suggestions. It kind of came up from Dan. I was like, mm-hmm. we've been going the Mark E. Mark, but sort of going off of the Iron Man references, it's now like Mark One, Mark Two, Mark two, <laughs> Mark two. Model One, Model Two, <laughs> Model One, Model Two. Uh-huh. It's because I met Mark first, yeah. or this Mark, yeah, the other Mark. Gotta clarify. Later, so I had to. Clar- you gotta clarify that. Yeah. Because yeah. no, no, we can even go more <laughs> for the people at home. More Iron Man <laughs> to where it'd be like Iron Man War Machine, <laughs> vice versa. Like there's well, there's I so guess, many combinations. I guess, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, you could. Mark, you can change whatever you <laughs> Tony want. Stark, <laughs> Rhodey. Well, you always be Mark One to me. So oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, because if you really want to get technical, War Machine model was the older version of. The- well, yeah, true, but it's still called Mark. It's, yeah, it's pop, but I don't know which one it is, though. I think it's the Mark 42 model. Uh-huh. You know what? That, 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 that. <laughs> but that's a little comic book nerd stuff. But um, yeah, like, it's, let's. It's uh, fitting. Yeah, well, sports is podcast, so we want to talk about like uh, how you got into fitness and your lifestyle and how it implements into your daily life and everything like that. So let's get it. Like your athletic background, man. <laughs> just just your, your origin story. story. Your origin story. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of times I don't consider myself as an athlete. I would probably kill my, like a recreational athlete more like. Okay. Um, I got that term from a doctor um, that was working on me once when I had to go see them for some reason. I can't remember. But anyway, um, so my background as of right now would be black belt and jiu-jitsu I'm definitely a gym goer, go to the gym frequently, you know that. Uh, try to keep myself you know, up to par as far as that goes. Age, just because of my age as well. So I, I'm always competing with young bucks like you. you know? hey <laughs> Life's not a competition, but if you want to make it. You know? <laughs> but it is for me. It's a competition yeah. in my own head, you yeah. know, because it kind of what motivates me. Yeah. And I think it's it's a very valuable thing but I, I feel like it's it's good to have like goals like you know i want to be this age and still keep up with people younger than me yes so it, i feel like it's more of goal setting instead of a competition yeah because everything is like i mean there i think i feel like there's an age limit on competition yeah and then after that it just becomes goals right because you want to yeah. be able to do this at a certain age Right. So, like, if, if a perfect example would be like if we did a, uh, a jiu-jitsu match, because everything is by weight class yeah. and age too. You're not gonna be in my my. You might yeah. be in my weight, weight class, class, but you won't be in my age bracket. Yeah. So it goes by that as well. Now you can do just weight class alone, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, you know, just I don't usually go down age. I try to compete at my level yeah. of experience, as far as like. Older men and stuff yeah. like that. But how long have you been doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah, Brazilian uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has been in my life for over ten years now. Okay. So an average person to get their black belt, yeah. you're looking at ten to fifteen years, approximately. Okay. Nice. Sometimes longer. Yeah. So it just depends. It depends on you know time on the mat. But that and then speaking of like, just because I'm trying to fall back yeah. to history, I started fitness when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a little baseball. Um, after baseball, I played a little uh, football, um, stuff like that. So I kind of felt like the need of being physically fit just from that. Yeah. And then growing up in New York City where I grew up at, you know, and just the neighborhood I lived in and stuff like that, kind of like you, if you had the image, yeah. you're looking like you can handle yourself, it was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't really have yeah, to. Well, like, obviously, like, you know, they 
ties into your work too. Like, okay. you know, the more physical fit you you look or you are, the less likely you're going to get into a confrontation. Yeah. So it's, it's like a natural deterrent. Well, yeah, because then people so, size you up. That's yeah, basically exactly. what happens. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you get which, sized is not, up. which is not a bad thing. You no. Know? So it's, they're like, hey, this guy looks like he can kick my ass. I'm not going to mess with him. Like, that's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Other than that, I mean, it just, that's, that's pretty much how I landed to it. And then aside of like, I work for the sheriff's office. I'm in the military as well. And I've been doing that for eight years now. And that's been, you know, pretty humbling experience for me. Yeah. And, you know, the military is all about fitness. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Uh, granted, it is the Air Force and our yeah. fitness standards aren't as, you know, strenuous as like the other branches. Yeah. But you still got to keep a, 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 you know, a, a minimum at most. You got to pass something. Yeah. You got to do a mile and a half yeah. run. You got to do push-ups. You got to do sit-ups. And... You still gotta, you still gotta do it. It's, it's a part of your life, man. Yeah, it's uh, you know, there's obviously standards with the, the sheriff's office, but in like the military, it's, it's almost part of their culture. And like, from what I've learned from other military members, like they are the most healthy, unhealthy people I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> some of them, at least. Like, uh, I mean, I hear like some of the, you know, people who have been active duty, army, mil or uh, marines, like, like, yeah, you know. We smoke marbles and then go run, you know, a mile and a half in oh, under nine minutes. Yeah, like, under nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. I'm like, I don't know how that's possible. And they're like, yeah, we just, you know, we go to Chow Hall and then we go work out for three hours and that's it. Like, that's our life. Yeah, I, I, I know a couple of guys <laughs> like that and I'm thinking like, man, I'm like, this, genetically, how does that work? Dude, like, you I, smoke a pack of cigarettes and like... I think it's more mental than, than anything else though. You know, like, they, they put their, their mind to it. Like, obviously, like... They're coping with stress in a negative way, result, you know, going towards, you know, smoking or drinking right. or whatever. But they also have the, the know-how and the, I guess, knowledge to, like, I have to be physically prepared to fight. So I'm going to get this mile and a half done. Well, I, you know, if, if, that's the, if that's what it is, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> what I that's, I that's what I like to believe. I, I, don't, I can't speak for them. And, I can't speak yeah. for them. I'm like, man, that, that's awesome, I guess. Because... <laughs> I mean, you know, having a little nicotine here and there doesn't hurt. I mean, I do it. Uh, yeah, and there, you know, Maybe. smoke hookah. It's a nice so, stimulant. You know, it's a nice stimulant every so often. I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm not, I don't abuse it. That's the only thing. Maybe like a celebratory cigar every once in a while. Is yeah, 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 that's true. Makes sense. Maybe like once every two years. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the last amount of cigar. So. Maybe I have smoked my hookah probably once this year. So far, but I ran out of what is it? Uh, shisha, shisha, yeah, that's a hell of a commitment to have like a whole setup, too. Yeah, it is, it's yeah. a lot of work. I remember having one in college, and it's like it's, it's cool, very straight, man. yeah. Oh, yeah, very social, and it's very strenuous to put together, yeah. and clean, yeah, and set up, <laughs> burning coals, and yeah. getting all the stuff. I don't see it like that because <laughs> I have a small one, so I just put it together. And it's nice. Oh, yeah, we had a big old. Monstrous, <laughs> monstrous, monstrous, yeah, yeah, like monstrous, like yeah five, 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 yeah, different, like, different, five different hoses. And <laughs> my roommate was really into it, and like he had like he's like, oh, this one has like a like a cooling line, and I'm like, bro, like how much you spend on this? He's like, like half my scholarship. Too much, I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> too much. Half my scholarship <laughs> one is because yeah. they can't get pricey. Yeah, you're right. So, but um, yeah, like we'll we'll tie it back into fitness and everything yeah. else. So, 
Um, you already touched on like how important it is um, to stay physically fit as you know as an officer in the military. And how does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fall into those two categories? One of my all right, so I'm a firm believer like learning martial arts is going to humble a person. I think that's what our I would say nation as a law enforcement yep. or like a security general, or whatever you yeah. want to call yep. it, um, just Amer just being American, that we lack because a lot of people get in these positions and they feel um, that they don't have to have anything to support their mental capacity or their like the ability to be humble, yep. <clears throat> and which is very it's very much needed. <clears throat> When you look at the different cultures, because I've been surrounded by many cultures, yeah. and a lot of other cultures, such as like in the Middle East, um, they practice and teach jujitsu in their school system. So like elementary school, okay. um, and then whatever they have, like middle school, high school, college, yeah. and then also in their military. Yeah. But it's because it's humbling. So that's I think that's a lot what we lack because well, it's, you know what though the. the I can speak for myself. Like it's easy to talk about humility and being mm -hmm. humble, but all, until recently, I didn't really understand what that really meant. Mm -hmm. um, and you're right about jujitsu because I just well before before Corona, I actually just started like maybe about two months prior to it. Mm -hmm. So it kind of cut me off right there. Mm -hmm. um, I've been meaning to do it, but it's because I mean you probably get humble too, even for your advances you are. Yeah, all the time. Like just because you go toe to toe with someone who's either at your or at your same belt level, or maybe mm -hmm. even like you're just rolling with someone who's at a lesser belt, right? Or doesn't have as much experience on the mat. Like yeah, that, which, which is that's why I say it's very humbling because it doesn't matter what your skill set is or in, your level. Right, yeah. skill level is you still will be humbled. It yeah. does not matter. Like it's. <clears> it's, it's it's inevitable. It's yeah. it's interesting too, given our like cultures, because like there is a tendency for someone who's like Latin American or Caribbean to have sort of that like that, that like cocky step. This is a given, you know. It's like it's funny. It's like there tends to be like a, a sort of level of like arrogance when it comes to like any one of ours, any one of our cultures, yeah. where like you wanna you wanna come off as like you said. The reason why you got into lifting was because you wanted to look like you know you could right. hold like hold, hold your myself, own. Right. Yeah. And because everyone's sizing you up, because yeah. everyone's got that like, they're puffing their chest yeah, up and all that stuff. That yeah, that much, it's yeah. always there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like there's such a, I remember, I know this is like, for the most part, BS now. But my parents just be like, don't forget where you came from. S meaning that like, we're very humble people, we're like very hardworking. It's like everyone's hardworking and humble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, my point being is that like, if I were to talk to myself, the younger version of myself, like hum being humble doesn't mean, basically means that like you're always going to be challenged by life. You're always going to be, at some point or another, life's going to make you, it's, it's slave. Mm -hmm. And you just have to acknowledge the fact that as long as you willingly accept that and are willing to put in the work, you'll always get better and you'll always be able to defeat like whatever life throws at you. Right. And we don't, and I, I get We're a sense. I'm not having to brag and boast about it because yeah. know, even though I'm accomplished, yeah. In my position, let's say people look up to me because they know me personally yeah. Yeah. and they tell me it right out a lot of times. Um, it's funny because when I was in, I had to go to Airman Leadership School, right, to become, to get promoted to Staff Sergeant. But when I, while I was there, it was, it was a rough school yeah. for me. Um, but I have to visit I never made it that far. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I have, I was in the Air Force. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I tested into the rank, but then shenanigans. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I know about those shenanigans because uh, <laughs> it still goes on. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was, it was definitely difficult. And then a lot of what I thought people viewed me as being in that school, I was totally off. So there's a point where, you know, you know the show where you roast people? Yeah. Yeah. So we had a thing similar to that, and they were roasting <clears> each other. When I got up there, no, people had nothing but good things to say about me. They're like, oh, we look at, and, I'm, and I was wicked surprised. I was so surprised that I started getting into my own feelings, but I didn't show it at that, at that moment. And I was feeling like, I was humbled by that, but also I felt like, man, like this is, like, this is awesome. Like it makes me feel, it made me feel so good. But I felt like crying, you know, but yeah, crying yeah. that because people viewed me that way, which is yeah. not often that you hear from people. Mm -hmm. so How old were you when that happened? Uh, that was, see, I got promoted probably like two years ago. Okay. So that's about, about two. So it's probably Into E5? 40. 40, 43. So yeah. 40, yeah, probably 40, 41, roughly. How long have you been in? Eight years. Okay. So I jumped in when I was 35. Okay. 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 So you started a little bit. As a later. reservist, because in yeah. reservist is different. You yeah. can yeah. jump in later. Yeah. Active duty, it, I believe it's 28. Mm. 28. May, they may have raised it just for a little bit, maybe 30, but... For enlistment? Yeah. yeah. From what I understand, it's like <clears throat> the cutoff is 39. For active duty? I believe so. I, and I, I know that because I'm trying to change my, my discharge status, and if I can go back in, I'll go back in. Go reserve? That's what I just said. I... It's the best kept secret for me. Yes. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject. Yeah. yeah. And we could go on for that. I yeah, can yeah. tell you why it's the best yeah. kept secret for me, but this is my opinion about it because I hold <clears> a <throat> government job, you know, so yeah. it kind of. Oh, no. At first, I was like. Saying, I double dipped. So. When I was young and I was like, I didn't, I was not into it. Um, but as I got older, I realized, like, damn, like, that was a great opportunity I could have taken advantage of. Yeah. And just, like, rode that as a career and be good right now. Yeah. When you were to retire, like you retire in like your early thirties. Yeah, yeah. Because I got, I got E five when I was twenty one, twenty two. Right now, which is, I'm, I'm all down for that. But at the same time, because you have the lack of life experience, mm -hmm. it kind of, it, it falls into like being humble about stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're younger, and you, you don't and appreciate now you're, as much. Right, and then now you're in charge of people. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes feeling like. Yeah. It gets in your charge, head. it gets, it gets to your head, head. Oh, and you get I, it's like you macho, and like, I'm I'm the man in charge. You I have to that, listen man. to me. Oh, I was nervous. That. Yeah, I was nervous. And, 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 and just being being just older and getting into it at a later age, and a lot of people. That's why a lot of people still praise me because that I got in at a later age. But I'd be, um, you know, there's there's still a lot of younger people who outright me. But at the same time, they respect me because I'm older, yeah. not because I have. I'm ranked. sure they look for you, you know, look towards you for guidance too. Yeah, because so like, they they don't know how to like. You say life experience like at 21, you don't you don't know, <laughs> you don't know this. I didn't know. I didn't know now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't. So like we had this discussion before. Like I I said like, you know, if I could go back in time, like I don't think I would have gone to college right away. Like even though I had a scholarship and yeah. everything, like. I feel like I didn't appreciate school and knowledge and like learning things as much as I do now. Right. Like obviously I, I made it through college and did everything, you know, what I was supposed to do, but right. I feel like everyone, I, this is the way I like, cause other countries do it differently and they, like you have to go, once you finish your preparatory school or your 
high school, whatever you want to call it, right. you go into the military for like two years, mandatory, like when you turn yeah. 18, yeah. and then you can do whatever you want in life. Right. I think that's the way we should do it here. Right. Because it makes so much it makes so much sense. Like if you learn discipline, you learn pride for your country, and you learn so many life lessons in the military, then you can you know apply it to life, and like you already have this resume of hard work in the military, because you're going to work hard regardless, depending on what you do. I don't right. know. Yeah. But... But you know, a lot of people going to view that as being like too like hardcore in a sense. But it's, it's not. To, it's maybe, not it's for the, maybe it's the cultural thing that <laughs> it, it, is. Up it, is. it is. It is because it, you know here's totally different. We can't. Yeah. It's hard to compare what we learn here stateside or just as Americans, yeah. and then apply it and wonder why other countries do it <clears> their way. It's just. Yeah. The, I, I definitely feel like. The older I've gotten, the more conservative or the more aligned I have been with my parents' values. Yeah. And the more that, like, when people start to talk about humility and hard work and, like, yes. the, the, the willingness to get away from that entitled mentality, I think when it comes to, like, the American mindset is that we are entitled, entitled to so much freedoms, including, like, freedom to our own emotions and our feelings to be able to express that, that we lose a sense for doing the hard work. Right. Mm -hmm. Putting in the time. Putting in the yeah. time, yeah. Right. Because, it, like, it's, and it goes... It, well, it hurts. Goes, right. But also, too, <laughs> but it goes around with fitness. Like, you're not going to just look at people on TV, yeah. you know, doing, uh, uh, like, watching all these fitness people and just thinking that, oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to get fit, too. But it you takes, don't put the work in. Yeah. It takes a long time. It, it takes a long time right. and it takes yeah. effort. Yeah. And it's, it, it's very important because you... <laughs> A lot of a lot of people's vision of what they think fitness for them is that people a lot of a lot of older people have to struggle with that. Remember, yeah. we were t we were texting about that mm. how people struggle as they get older yeah. because they never committed to a lifestyle of fitness. At least, yeah. I mean, you don't have to do it a hundred percent, a hundred miles an hour, yeah. mm. but your life kind of requires you to stay fit because you want to stay healthy as long as you can, yeah. especially when you have a family. Yeah, you know, so you want to view things like that, and then also too, just you you want to have the image. When you're working in a job setting like mine, which is always risky yeah. for situations where you might get into altercations yeah, or yeah, might yeah, not. Yeah. It could be verbally or physical. It doesn't matter. If you have the image, most people aren't going to argue the point. True. Yeah. You know, True. They're going to be like, okay. And then if they know you personally, which a lot of these people do know me because I basically spend time with them. It's almost like I live with them. And when they do see me out and about in the neighborhood, they're like, Hey, how you doing, Mr. Rodriguez? Yeah. And you know, because if yeah. someone calls you Mr. Yeah, yeah. Rodriguez... There's a, there's a certain respect. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain respect, yeah. Well, but then you know that that's they, they know me from that yeah. side yeah. of life. Mm -hmm. Not saying that it's bad for them, but they're, you know, they're people and humans too, but they still respect that. Yeah. And they do it subtly. Yeah. They're, it's not like you ever told them to call me Mr. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I think if you have to go to that length, um, it may, it, it, you're kind of coming from a disadvantage. Yeah. But if... I'm having, I've had that same experience where I have like randomly people will call me Sarge. Yeah. Um, I think because they knew my prior experience in the Air Force, but just the way that you carry yourself too, yeah. you get that air about you where people are like, okay, this guy expects a certain level of respect yeah. and it, you can't behave outside of that. But, but more, more to like the whole like willingness to do hard work thing, I think it's just that like in order to get to that point, like you said, when it, when it comes to older people, they never... Well, the thing that messes them up is that most people think that, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live my life to, like, like to, the, to the fullest, like, 23, 24. Then I'm going to get a career. Mm -hmm. And then my life is gradually going to slide downwards from, like, 25 down 
and I'm just gonna go into my midlife, like working this career for 10, 15, 20 years. Right. And I'm just gonna get older and more and more beat up as I go along. And most people's assumptions, outside of us, like yeah. most people's thoughts of that is just, that's what's gonna happen, and your life is basically over, and then you get married at like 30, 35, 40, and then the rest of your, like, the rest of it is just waiting for death to come. But you know why, too, because uh, <clears throat> that's more. There's more people like that, and that's, it's... It's, it's tragic. See, right, so the, the belief in that and to feel, it's because they see it, you know? If they're more surrounded, if they're surrounded yes. by people or, like, couples who, mm. and there are plenty of couples out there yeah. that are into fitness yeah. and they work out together, or even if they don't work out together, they yeah. just, they do their own separate things, but they're yeah. still... At a level, right? Yeah. yeah, that they're comfortable with, and they're they're able to to maintain it. And it's just because we've been doing this for so long, it just looks so easy. Most people, yeah. like, well, you know, it's yeah. easier for you. Yeah, like uh, I mean, well, <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. <laughs> you have to understand, like, too, like training age, like they're, you know, I like I'll, I'll post a video sometimes, and like they're like, oh, you made that squat look so easy. I'm like. Yeah. You, have I, no idea. you have no idea like it, it didn't feel easy one yeah. and two like my tra- like you have to understand my training like, I've been in weight training for since I was 13 14 years old like I've been doing it for over 15 years now yeah so like my training age is different plus on top of like my athletic background with swimming and everything like I've been in sports I, 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 I'll, I tell people all the time like, I basically have been in sports since I can walk and yeah. The way my parents raised me, like, you know, my dad was a strength coach. My mom was an athlete. Like, that perfect storm of parenting, like, it, it's... Um, Wish I had. Well, right? I, told, I told you a little bit. Like, my, my sister told me. He's like, you know, once you became an athlete, like, I, you're, you sealed your fate. Like, oh, yeah, it's, easy. Like, it's like, you, all the pressure was off of me and your younger brother. Like, you sealed your fate being an athlete. Like, you uh-huh. were always going to get rode on harder than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a catch-22 sometimes. But <laughs> it... Sports taught me so much in life, and it translated over to, you know, work and, you know, college and everything like that. Like, you know, you didn't have to tell me to, you know, you need your homework done. You didn't have to tell me an assignment needs to be done. Like, I already was already on top of it. Yeah. And I, I never showed up late to work. I never showed up late to a meeting or anything like that. Like, just the way I, I, I was. Like, you know, t- cl- you know, clock management and the time management. Like, it's just, you know certain things in life. Like, I, I still remember, you know, my coach's voice in my head and my, my parents' voice in my head. Like, <laughs> if I ever have to wake you up for morning practice, the last time you ever swim, he's like, you're earlier on time, you're on time, you're late. Like, certain things like that, like, they just run on repeat in my head. Like, it's just, it's a never-ending thing. And it, obviously, like, when I have kids and I have a family, like, those things are going to be said to oh, my, yeah. you know, my kids. It's going to be, yeah. Well, I'm never, I don't think I'll ever you you know, force them to the swim. Yeah, yeah, I'll crack the whip for sure, but I, I don't think I'll ever force them to swim. Like, it could be, I'll, I'll let them decide their own path. Right, it, but so. it's one of those things, too, you know, you, as a parent and, a, and I am one. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you got to, most, when, they're, when you're younger and you don't know any better, they wouldn't even see you as pushing, like, they don't, they yeah. wouldn't ever think that because, you know what, if you're playing t-ball from when you're, you know, five years old, yeah. you know nothing else. Because yeah. yeah. all you see is the fun about it. Like, yeah. you only see, like, oh, this is fun. I'm playing with other boys, all the girls playing t-ball with me. That's all you think about. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put your kids into that stuff, they would never even notice that mm-hmm. even happens until yeah. you know until you get your. It's just normal. Yeah. No, yeah. it's normal. It's normal practice. So yeah. they would never deviate until they get from somebody else who says, "Well, your parents forced you into that," and then they get that idea. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. You're right. So, I've been a slave this whole time. <laughs> you say that, and then like 
I've been on the other side as a coach, mm -hmm. and I've I've literally I coached like the age groupers, the sharks, and I've literally seen parents in the stands with right. stopwatches at practice. Well, yeah, and I have you to have those. Yeah, you know, I have to explain to them like, listen, your son or your daughter is eight years old. They're not getting a scholarship. Chill out. No, <laughs> like, in ten years' time, yeah, maybe. Right, yeah. and that's a maybe. Like, right, girls more likely than boys, but slow down. Like, yeah, don't. Don't diminish their childhood. Like no, let yeah. them have fun. Like yeah. this is fun for them now. Like when when they want to be serious with it, yeah. let them be serious with it. But until then, it's fun. Well, that's that's also that's yeah. a perfect even thought of fitness too because you got to think um, the level of fitness that we're at right now. Um, we push ourselves, and then yeah. for those people who don't choose to push themselves because they might feel that kind of pressure, yeah. you know, and thinking that oh, and then next you know they won't do it. Yeah. Because occasionally I, I do that, like, even with my girlfriend, you know, when I try taking her to the gym with me. And then eventually I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore because uh, I just feel like, and then I don't know if she, she says she takes me seriously, but then she doesn't really want to do the exercises that I'm showing her because she thinks I'm like, sometimes too overbearing. Yeah. Right. Overbearing, yeah. So, and I'm That's like, what I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just one of those things, man. And it's just. You can it, deadlift that. <laughs> <laughs> And it's and and I and I and yeah, I, honestly, you say to people like I'm not I'm not trying to be mean to you. Yeah. It's just because I'm so passionate about it. And because so, you know the, their their potential. Right, you yeah. definitely know their potential. But you also you you just also that you know that what works you know what mm. works for you, but what works for you yeah. might not work for them. Yeah, the way you're pushing them. Yeah, you know, they might get there eventually, but they have to kind of like learn how to. Uh, get it themselves. Like I'm, I'm a big proponent. I like working out with people, but then I mostly don't. Yeah. I like to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the same way. But okay. it's because I already have it in me, though. Yeah. I, I already have that drive to be that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and it's it's hard to find that internal drive. Yeah. Like when you have your parents driving you forward, or like the expectations of the, your friends or your team, it's hard mm -hmm. to find that. And I had this conversation la late last night um, with Heather actually, and she said. Um, oh, you would like this. So, for I, I think it was Le Rev, which is like a big circus group, okay. kind of like Cirque du Soleil sort of a deal. They yeah. need to do a 25 meter um, underwater like swim. Mm -hmm. So there's like 80 feet. So sure. it's right around there. Really what it was? I don't know. 25 uh, meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> what, what was your event again? It was like I, I swam 100 and 200 fly. Fuck. Because yeah. so she would get like three quarters of the way through and start going. You know that feeling. Like, when you start yeah, like I usually get that like choking. Meters, yeah. yeah, so seventy five. She yeah. would get it like three quarters of, of the 25? way. Yeah, so she it's would like eighteen meters. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like hammering at this thing yeah. over like she, she needs, got well, work. one like I could tell you right she now, got it. Yeah, she needs to learn how to relax. That's what she did. And like yeah. exhale slowly and like that's yeah. when I was working with um, the Navy SEAL that I trained. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna mention his name because he's active. That was his, one of his biggest things. He's like. How do I do the seal test, like the waterproofing test, without panicking? Because I have to mm. kick 50 meters underwater with my arms tied behind my back, my leg, my legs tied together. Like, how do I do this? I was like, you have to learn how to relax, yes. exhale slowly. And I, I taught him how to dolphin kick, which is, I, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's an easy move for me because I've been swimming for so long. But it's an advanced movement. Like yeah. you have to learn how to connect your hips. Your basically. Your chest doesn't move, but everything else below the chest moves. Mm. Like it's, and it has to move in sequence, and then like a, like a crack of a whip. Like so, it's a very fluid motion. And um, he got a pretty, like he's a very quick learner. And he's you know very athletic, so he got it. it like pretty quickly. Yeah. But he's like, dude, that was the 
that was probably the only thing that like saved saved my life on that and that part of the test because it, it was so fluid for me that I got it quickly got it over with very easily and the fact that you taught me how to relax in the water and exhale slowly helped me you know exponentially um, but like from like just from the outside of looking in like just hearing what you had to say about yeah. Heather and have her you know her situation with that part of the test she needs to relax <laughs> exhale slowly like that's the, the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah she she eventually got it um the thing I wanted to touch on more with that is that, like, I mean, for context, like, so the thing she's been struggling on lately is, like, step-ups. And I can see that look in her face, but I also know that she has the, the capacity, like, we, by, when I was talking about internal motivation, mm -hmm. like, for her, eventually, it was, like, she doesn't have to do this thing. Yeah. Like, she literally doesn't have to do this. Right. Like, she could just pass on this whole event. She could just not attempt this, like, big opportunity. And I think a lot of people nowadays will do that because they have the luxury of comfort. Yeah. But when you push yourself yeah. like that, yeah. and, you, and you're willing, like, you ever get that? You've, you've had this. I've seen you do that. And I, I wonder if you have the same thing. Um, because I've discovered it, too, where you make an attempt at, like, a clean or a snatch or whatever it is, and you fail. And then you just get in this tunnel vision where you keep hammering it and hammering it. And the next thing you know, oh, you've told me about this. Yeah. Like, an hour will pass, yeah. and you're like, I need to get this lift. Yeah. I need to get this lift. Yeah. Like no one's telling you you have to, but no, you're no. stuck there doing yeah, it. Uh, so that's the feeling she had. Yeah. She got off of work. She went to the pool. It was late, late at night because it's the best time she can go to the YMCA and there's nobody there. Yeah. And you're not supposed to do this at the pool. The guard yeah. like didn't care. Yeah. Because uh, he knew that she well, was. Well, shallow, shallow water drowning is the yeah. thing now, and I know like a lot of colleges are going away from hypertrophic training. Yeah. Because uh. Because they get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was never an issue when I swam. Like, but. <laughs> Somehow, like, it, just certain things happen, and a kid shallow water drowned. Like, one one recently in, in town, he was, you know, from, uh, I think from Dartmouth. He was uh, on a, not a recruit trip, a uh, training trip. And he drowned at the YMCA doing uh, hypertrophic training. Ooh. And, like, you know, like, a collegiate swimmer drowning is scary. Well, yeah, because he's a collegiate yeah. swimmer. That's I mean, not yeah. supposed to happen. Yeah, it's not supposed to happen. Yeah. But, you know... High perfect training, like you're you're training your lungs at like a very high level, and yeah, you're yeah. not. So sometimes your so the, the body doesn't adapt. The, the, the tie that binds all of these different modalities, whether it's jujitsu, weightlifting, powerlifting, because for me it was like the the only reason why I spent six to eight hours at the gym was because I'd spend two and a half hours, two hours on like a deadlift, yeah. trying to max out. Like I think what's missing is not just the humility, the humility, but also someone willing to put the pressure on you or you willing to put the pressure on yourself and say i'm going to get this deadlift this snatch this um this submission right um because it's so easy for what's unique about america is that like oh you don't have to yeah. it's okay yeah like your feelings yeah. are like the your feelings are like the coddle, coddled. The coddling. Yeah. coddling that's what i call it the coddling. Yeah. and it's the older i've gotten <laughs> like here's the funny thing how old were you when you got into fitness Teenager, yeah, 16, 17. So I came from the exact opposite. Like I was like my I grew up in like a Filipino Catholic house, household, yeah. where my my dad was like, don't speak English in the house because this is a Filipino house, yeah. and I expect you to maintain those values. And I was like, screw that. I'm gonna get into like I'm gonna listen to rock. I'm gonna play the guitar. I'm gonna I'm gonna like basically gonna like carry out this whole punk rock lifestyle. 
rebel. Then, yeah. no, I don't want, I'm like the complete opposite. I don't want to say the complete opposite. I think those things remain, but like I've, under, I've come to accept and embrace that like these things help to grow you because the willingness to, to, to face challenge and being yeah. in the heat of all that makes you that much stronger. And it looks like magic to, for someone to see you like maybe without your belt, to do the things that you're doing if you're doing like nogi. Mm -hmm. And to do like some of the magical things, he's like, well, "How'd you do that?" It's like, "Well, I've only been doing this for ten years." Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, oh, yeah. dang." Okay, is this gonna yeah. take that long for me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it may not. It may not. Yeah. <laughs> they may not. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. It just depends. And I think that's the beauty too. Is like, because you were mentioning that like, there are older people who aren't surrounded by people who are better than them. Right. Being around people like this, it it, it excites me to be at the same table as you. Right. Because it it tells me that like my learning curve gets shortened, and my and my experience becomes more enjoyable because you have the passion and the experience to guide me through some of those challenges instead of me having to like bash my head against the wall for thirty years. Yeah, I wonder, like, how am I doing? How this? am I doing this? <laughs> You know what's funny is that because your parents actually, you know, have those those same qualities too. Mm. You know, you just don't realize it until because like, they're parents like, and you hate yeah. them. <laughs> you don't realize. Shut up, mom! You don't know what you're, you're talking about. Like you said, you're like now I start realizing, and uh, some of those things that my parents were telling me are kind of like. Uh, yeah. We joke about this now, like, and I've I've said this before, like. The older I get, the more I sound like my father. <laughs> it's, it's scary. No. Like, like I, I joke about it, and like I tell people, like, listen, like if I ever grow a mustache and I start drinking Coors Light, please somebody slap me. Uh -huh. Like, because like I, it's like I feel like I'm turning into him. Like, like because I, we have the same stubbornness, and we're both very bullheaded. And I'm not to the point where like it's his way or no way. Like I'm not to that point yet. No, yeah, okay. But like certain things, like I've, I've become a person who doesn't have a filter anymore. Yeah. So like I say things that are on my mind and like whether people like it or not. Right. right. But I, I still retain can part be of myself. Sometimes. It can be very dangerous. <laughs> um, it's got my dad kicked out of quite a few gyms, but I'm not at that point yet. But it's it's starting to develop a little more. So I, I catch myself sometimes because I'll start thinking it and I'm like, I want to say it, but then I don't. Right. And then um, just like, you know, certain things like, you know, if I'm with a group of people who are younger than me and, like, they do something stupid, like, I'll go over to them, like, hey, why are you doing it this way? Let me show you how to do it this way. And that's, like, something my dad always done. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just certain things about it. They, they, they translate over. Shut up, dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I catch myself. I'm like, damn it, I'm turning into him. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing, but it's also, like, I see where he's coming from a lot, a lot more yeah, now. Yeah, and that's that's rightfully it's it's what I think everybody has that. Yeah. Eventually, you just feel that way. You just see it. You see it, and you realize it. Just it, that you're doing it. Yeah, it just it makes, makes sense because yeah. you're not. Uh, you're, obviously, you're not going to know it when yeah. you're younger because it's just a lack of life experience. It's, yeah. it's definitely life experience. It's very important. Mm -hmm. But you got to dispel like it's dispelling the thought of feeling like. Um, for those people, when it comes to being fit. They feel like it's so hard. So dispel the notion of being like, just because you may see or know me, and I look different than most 43-year-old men that I'm around, you know, especially at the agency. You'd be able to pick me out because you'd be like, oh, well, then that's Rodriguez, if you don't know me, just from that. Because it, the people just, it's, 
you dispel the notion or, or the feeling of being like, oh, well, I can't be like him. It's not like you have to be like anybody. It's just little effort. If it's for it's for health reasons more yeah. than anything because it's what most of my drive is driven on now. Because um, I I don't compete anymore. I'm yeah. not looking to become the next you know, you know weightlifter or, or yeah. big jujitsu you know guy. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, crush yeah, Marcelo yeah, Garcia. Yeah, yeah, we ripped on this earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like it, you know, there's a different. Like I feel like. Competition has an age limit, yeah, and then after that, it becomes goals, right? And like we, you know, we talked about it, like you know, I want to be a certain age and still be able to do this, and um, you know, I think that's very important for people to understand, like you know, as much as life, as much as people drive life to be a competition, it's really not. It's more goal driven. I want to be able to do certain things at a certain age and be able to enjoy life at a certain yeah. age. Yeah, and, and I wanted to, I had to start before when you was talking about your, your parents and saying that even when my parents grew up, it was just a whole different era, right? Yeah. I find more now because, I guess, because my experiences and my opinion about it would be that I saw less people being more fitness conscious back then than these days. Now, there's more people now these days. Yeah. Um, and like it's particular, like just in this our city here, Sarasota, I'll see more people running and trying to do things. Yeah. Um, if you go to different areas, like because I drill in Biloxi, mm -hmm. if you're not in the military, yeah, you don't really see people working out. Mm. You know, um, and also it's because of a culture and yeah. just um, how I want to put it, just that area itself, yeah. just, just the societal, yeah, the societal norms. Right. It's just different. Right. So now they're getting like gyms over there, and people are like who aren't in the military um, are kind of like trying to get into the gyms and mm -hmm. keep them and, and have like healthy lifestyles yeah. because of that. So uh, <laughs> I kind of find that now more than ever, like more people are trying to become more fitness conscious in mm -hmm. a sense, but, um, but they're still uh, struggling just because the older yeah. you get, you know, yeah, you, you function. Some of the things that help you function in life are less, you know, um, you can get like arthritis and stuff like that, but a lot of time, but what combats that in a lot of ways is, is just keep trying to keep a healthy lifestyle. Staying active and, you know, uh, I mean, you can, you can eat whatever you want at a younger age because it doesn't oh, affect believe you. Believe me, I, it doesn't, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't affect you until you get later on, like yeah. after your 30s and 40s, yeah. you start, then that's when it's important to eat a certain way, even, even more mm -hmm. because you start falling into having diabetes, you start yeah. falling into having high blood pressure. You might have uh, like uh, heart disease or something like that that's starting to set in, yeah. and you don't even know this. Yeah. And next, you know, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and so you want to kind of those things. The, those things are kind of preventable with health yeah. and stuff like that. And it kind of because of the the, the jujitsu lifestyle, <coughs> it's kept me motivated in that sense as well, just to make sure that I'm conscious of what I'm eating and how. Yeah. I'm so doing. you keep going back to the, it's. Obviously, changed your mindset on a lot of things. Oh yeah, and um, tremendously. It has it like brought on like a certain like code in your life. Definitely, almost like a bushido code. Yeah, so we talked about you know before this. I like, mean, you know, before the camera saw rolling, we talked about you know different books we read, and you like you're reading the five, book Five Rings and you know things like that. So you want to like just riff on that real quick? Yeah, because I, I a lot of times I'll tell myself I don't consider myself a martial artist, but I am a martial artist in yeah. that sense because I. I've lived the lifestyle of one, but I, I think uh, I think of that because uh, I just think that way in a lot of ways because you never feel like uh, you should get promoted until you get promoted and you're like, wow, 
I guess, you know, I got promoted. And you got to accept the fact. So it's interesting to me because of my career field and my life choices and what I do for, for work. And, and you can apply this just with absolutely anything. But it makes more sense to me because the quote that you said was like, I'd rather be a warrior tending the garden um, instead of being a gardener at war. at war. Now, it sounds like, oh, you need to be like, you know, a fighter all the time and no. you got to be prepared <laughs> for that. No, it really means that, like, I'd rather be prepared, you know, to take care of my life and to live longer, you know, than to try and to, then not to do it and expecting that my, my health is not going to catch up with me. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, take care of myself because then you start getting all these things like, like I said, the diabetes and all yeah. that stuff that actually you can be prevented. But yeah. sometimes it's it's hereditary. You can't yeah. avoid it. Yeah. But still, it's controllable. Yeah, exactly. That, that was the next fitness. point I was going to get to. Yeah. Like, you know, my, uh, my, both my grandparents have diabetes. And, you know, like, I'm very reluctant that I have no signs of it. But I know, like, my uncle now has it. So yeah. I know it's in my family. Right. And... It's something that's always in the back of my mind, and I know I eat I eat very clean, right. um, and I've I've kind of kept the same kind of diet trends that I've had as an athlete all you know growing up, like you know heavy vegetables, lean meats. Um, I, I avoid dairy, um, water with every every meal, like stuff like that. Like that gave me a successful athletic career. I still try to keep carry on now, and I know that you know certain things like I. Like, I, I know growing up, like, since I saw, like, I knew my grandmother had diabetes, like, like bad, mm-hmm. that I, I avoided anything with sugar. Right. Like, I, like I, if you knew me growing up, like, I, I didn't like candy, I didn't like cake, I mm-hmm. didn't like certain things. And, like, it stays with me now as an adult. Because <laughs> it's always in my, like, I don't want to be, you know, at a certain age where I have to take, like, a pill or insulin shots. Like, I, I don't want to do that. You know, and, like, it's, it's a... Scary thought to no, have. It, it is, and, I, and it is scary, and I, and I agree with you. Like, I cannot, I cannot fathom me having it or any one of my children. Mm-hmm. My niece has it. Yeah. She has a type 1 diabetes since she was 5, but when yeah. she was diagnosed, I was devastated. Yeah. Because uh, it impacts your, your life. In life. Yeah, it does, because it's such a serious thing. It's mm-hmm. so serious that it's just life-threatening. That's why it's so serious, and yeah. you got to, you have to, you got to be conscious of what you eat. Yeah, you, it's, it, you have to, in that sense, like yeah. you want to live a long, healthy life as much as possible. Because I want to see my kids grow up. I want yeah. to get old. Yeah. I want to accept the fact that I've lived my life at that yeah. point to the, to the point where I know that it's getting closer. Yeah. You know that I could just like I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm okay. Like if 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 if, if, if you know the good old Lord says, "Hey, Rod, you gotta you gotta come today." Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm accepting that. You know. I'm but I'm a, I'll be truthful with you. Like right now, it's kind of a, I'm a little scared to think. That you know, leaving now will be like terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, I, everyone goes through those thoughts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, but I still want to try to like live to um, 85 yeah. or 90, yeah. if, if anything. But you know, with with uh, with health though, but like I want to still be able to walk. Yeah. I still want to be able to like you know maybe if I could like casually run or jog at that age. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could. If it's possible. Yeah, I, I still want to be able to do things that I enjoy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, Mike, I had a coach say like, you know, one time he's like, I could literally dump you in a wheelchair when you're 95 years old and you'll still be able to swim butterfly. Like, that's, <laughs> how, that's how efficient it is. And I'm like, you know, like 
if it ever comes to that, like, <laughs> yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, be I'd, be, yeah, I'd be, yeah, <laughs> I'd be ecstatic. Like, like, obviously, like, I'll kick myself, like, oh, I'm not as fast as I used to be, <laughs> yeah. but, but, hey, but yeah. like, I'm still be able to do it. So, like, that'd be, yeah, that'd be really cool, if, you know, for me to be able to do that. But, like, I, I you know, he said that to me when I was, like, 16. I, I laughed. I was like, yeah, Coach Brown, like, you're crazy. Like, that's, it's never going to happen. <laughs> He's like, no, like, that's how efficient it is, like, but... Uh, like you said, like, yeah, I, I want to be able to do things that, you know, at an older age like, where I can enjoy it and, like, still, you know, still really enjoy it and, you know, pass it on to, you know, younger generations and stuff like that. And that, that's why, like, um, you know, I started this podcast with Mark, like, just to, you know, like, get other people's stories. And, like, I, I was listening to a podcast recently, and basically, when you talk to people who are like-minded and who are in the athletic or fitness realm like you basically get a summary of every book they've ever read and every everything they've learned <clears throat> mm-hmm. so like having these talks are really good and um you know i thank you guys for you know being here and being part of this journey so yeah it's um, healthy though too yeah, because yeah. It, it it's also it's it's good to hear people's stories you know yeah. it's healthy for you just mentally yeah. you know it kind of you know it, it, what you get from it you could you could take it you know, good and bad. So, even if it's bad, it's not to say that it's 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 not it's unhealthy, but it just kind of clears your mind to think, oh man, you know, maybe I don't want to do it that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you just got to figure out. Like, it took me a while to figure out where I was coming from. Like, what angle was I taking? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that originally, and it took me years. Yeah years, years of studying, years of, of putting myself, years of being on the mat, and it made me a better person in in many ways because of that, and it has a lot to, like, to show. When you put the effort and the time in, you just, you appreciate it more, yeah. you know, and you appreciate life, you appreciate, <clears throat> just like anything, you appreciate just being present. And when you're present in front of people or with people who are like-minded or in the community uh, uh, like you, it just it, 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 it's it's just unspoken of you. You have to experience it. Yeah. So, which is important. I, and I I like the fitness journey I chose. Um, and like everybody else, you you kind of always want to be better than what you are. And then I know I'm in pretty good shape. And and you you probably believe yourself, you know, that you're in pretty good shape too. So, it's. It's it's humbling. Yeah. It's, it is. It, def- it definitely is humbling. Oh, I, I definitely, like, I appreciate the fitness level I am, but I'm also <coughs> eager to learn more things. And like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously when this clears up, like, I, I definitely want to branch out and do more stuff. Like, I want to go back to, definitely want to get back in the water more because uh, I'm like missing it. And especially with the Olympics supposed to be this year and they're not. Like, I I you know, I, I love swimming. I love watching people swim very fast and you know. <laughs> Team USA has never let me down, so it, it's like it's one of those things where like you know you have a lot of national pride and like I want to go like I want to go surfing like I haven't gone surfing in like but it's like, you know what to go I'm glad you bring that up because you know surfing is is there's a level of fitness to know yeah, surf, to do surf yeah, yeah. you got it's have. different mm-hmm. like uh, <clears throat> it's more like I can paddle and get up on board no problem it's staying on the board <laughs> yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. You know, riding all the way out the shore. Like, and I don't know how to, you know, turn the board. Like, I, I'll just go straight. Like, I think I can stand up on the board all day. But yeah. uh-huh. it, it's, it's a level of fitness. It's, it's de- definitely a level of fitness. And, like, I definitely want to 
journey to different things. Like, you know, I recently, like, I have two friends that are professional wrestlers. Like, I got to the mat with them. And like, yeah. they're like, dude, you picked up things so quickly. It's like, yeah, because I'm eager to learn. Right. Like, I'm humble. Like, I don't know everything. Right. And, like, I'm, I've been an athlete, so I, I know how to move. Right. I want to venture out into, you know, martial arts. Because, like, I've, I've always been... Like, I grew up watching Bruce Lee movies and Jackie Chan oh, movies. So, it. like, I, I want to learn how to do, you know, certain things. Like, I've mm-hmm. experimented with doing, like, a, like trick kicks. Okay. Like with, like a, like, a 360 tornado kick or whatever it's called. Like, I've learned how to do that stuff. And like Taekwondo like, so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which are cool. Yeah, yeah which are cool. They're, not not they're, practical. Yeah, yeah. And they're, 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 they can be effective. If, can, if, can be effective. If they're, they're, not, yeah, yeah. they're spent. The right you know, timing. Like, yeah. The right timing. Yeah. yeah. But if you look... I, I like the that tornado kick's not practical. Like I, I, I know I'm never gonna be able to throw that in a fight. But like I, I wanna branch out into different things. Like, you know, jujitsu's obviously a bit a big thing. Like I have a friend who um is also in the military, he's a big uh jujitsu practitioner and like he's just mm-hmm. been dying for me to learn how to do it. So I, I definitely wanna branch out and do those things. Like, you know, having you guys here, like definitely I'm gonna have to roll myself and humble myself even more getting into a onto a mat with you guys and you know, learn those things, but I definitely want to branch out and learn more because there's so much more in fitness. Like, obviously, you're never going to see me run a marathon because I, 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 I hate <laughs> one day. Uh, Twenty six miles yeah. is pretty far for me. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> trying. That's a lot. Listen, uh, if I have to run twenty six miles for survival, <laughs> that's different. I will do it. That's different. But you're not <laughs> going to get me to run twenty six miles. Still, 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 well, I gotta say, it requires a little bit of fitness because then. Uh, Adrenaline pump, pumps in and then you I, don't realize it range is 26 miles. I've never like, experienced a runner's you know, high in my life. Never. Like hyperventilating yeah, at no. that point. I don't see myself running 26 miles for fun, ever. No, I don't. It's like, I never, I never liked swimming more than 200 yards in swim, swimming. It's like, my coaches are like, Mark, you're a good 500 freestyle. Maybe you should focus on this. It's like, no. No. <laughs> it is. Short distance. It is literally 12 laps too long. Yeah. <laughs> I stop at eight laps and that's it. Yeah. You know, 500 is just 20 laps. It's way too long. Oh, gosh. No. It, you know, it's too far. It's like, well, it's maybe brutal. maybe you should try the mile. I was like, I'll do it one time just to shut you up. And that's it. They're like, Mark, you swam like an awesome time. You should focus on this. No, I don't. That's 40 laps. It's too far. <laughs> and I, it's like, Mark, you should do the mile. I was like, are you out of your mind? No. no. Like, never in my life. It's like, no, but that's awesome, though, because yeah. you, you know... What you want to do? Yeah, you know, like my, my you know my dad is like he's like you're, you're, you're should be a distance runner. I was like I should be. No. Well, guess what? I'm, I'm good at what I do. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's it's good to hear that too because a lot of people don't think that you know they have to have a, a cutoff limit. And I'm not saying you know cut off to the point where you're not you're not doing enough. You yeah. know. Because people just be like, yeah, I, I walked all day today at work. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I understand it. <laughs> I put you in know, my steps, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did my steps. I said, okay. How many, how many of those steps were the elevated heart rate? No, right. So the, but they're convinced that that's enough for them. No. <laughs> when truthfully it isn't. So it, it, they have to be, like you said, your heart rate has to elevate more. You got to put more stress. Your body requires you to be put under more stress than that. So, yeah, if that's just what you got for today, put the extra 30 minutes after work. Maybe hit the treadmill and go a little harder. Yeah. Or the bicycle, whatever it is. The salt bike. Yeah, so it just, it just doesn't matter. And, like, and, if you're, and if you're a heavier person and you don't like running because it bothers your knees, there are other devices out there that help you with fitness yeah. to reduce those, that impact, that, that feeling of feeling hurt. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that you get from being heavy because I, I could, you could, I could relate to that in a sense because of being older, you know, because you don't, you don't feel the same anymore, you know. I might go running with you today, and then I'm gonna feel a lot worse than you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, I I'm, I'm, just, I'm done. So as soon as I get home, what are you talking about? As soon as I get cold, I'm like this. That's so stiff. We, we laugh about this, but I had experience last last year or earlier this year where I was listening to a podcast. It was Ryan Fisher's podcast, and he was talking about you like after the age of 28, your health, like not your health, but like um, your the recovery, recovery, recovery yeah, starts diminishes. to decline. Yeah. yeah, and um, you need to take a, you know take longer to warm up, and like your performance level is starts to decline. Yeah, and I started laughing because I'm like, you know, that's so true. <laughs> because like I remember when I was 18 years old, like I didn't have to warm up for anything. No, you I just hop in everything cold yeah. turkey. Like when I was 16 years old, I could do you anything right cold, in. yeah, cold yep. turkey. I'm laughing during this podcast, and I'm in the middle of my run, and I hear an audible pop in my, mm. I, I tore my quad, like, mm. pop, and I'm laying there on the floor laughing. Like, I'm in pain, but I'm laughing, because uh-huh. it's so true, and I, I was like, all right, well, I just got to <laughs> get up and start limping home. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, warm up some more. Oh, great. So, but it, it's so true, like, um, you know, I'm 20, I just turned 29 now, so it's like, that's one of the biggest reasons, yeah. though. I don't mean to cut you off. I work out outside yeah. because I don't care if it's 90 degrees in Florida. Florida's yeah. hot yeah. because of humidity. Yeah. I'll go out there all day. Yeah. And people are like, how do you work out out there? Because yeah, it's, it's, it's also keep, for mental. Right, but it keeps me, it's because yeah. it's the heat. Yeah. I, I, my, stay warm. Yeah, yeah my, my body stays warm. Muscles are warm. I perform way better. Yeah. Mm. You put me in the it gym where there's AC going on, and I'm doing the same exercises or, or, or movements, I freeze up. I don't push as hard. Yeah, I'm serious because it, it's like and, until I start getting warm mm-hmm. is when I, I'll and if, if if I just sit down for like 30 seconds, I'm already feeling the yeah. cold. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm getting tense again. I'm like, oh, I got to get back I, on I've, this. I've started noticing that too. Like, yeah, I can't, so. my breaks have become a lot shorter. If I if I do breaks, they are active breaks where I'm like walking around, pacing around, trying to stay warm and loose. Yeah, I have to. I, I, that's that one of my biggest reasons why I love working out. Hi everyone, this is D-Rod Wolfpack, BJJ Sarasota. Here with Heather, we're here to demonstrate the wrist control escape. Basic jiu-jitsu. Um, I'm gonna grab her wrist. Go ahead, how would you try to get out of this without? This is, I'm holding on the deal. She's not gonna get out. Pull again. Most people are gonna do this action. The object of this is not going to help you, okay? It's very hard for you to uh, escape my grip because I have grip of like 20 men, you know? So. Yeah, she can't escape it, but she actually can. She's gonna show you right now. So I'm gonna grab it, go ahead and do it real quick. Very easy. Basically what she did, she attacked the side of my thumb. She broke the grip to the side where my thumb is holding her wrist here. Because you have no strength here. There's no strength here for your thumb. We all know this. So the object, go ahead, grab my wrist. The other hand, same hand. So you're just doing this motion. This is all you're doing, grab it really hard. There's no way, I feel I'm just curling like 20 pounds right here. That's what it feels like. It's not that hard, but if someone does have a stronger grip and you actually are having a hard time, it's very easy. You just drop your base, you grab your hand, create a fist, and you just pull. Very little, very little effort. Again. I'm gonna do you, do the same. I'm gonna grab now. Go ahead, try again, keep going. It doesn't matter. You're gonna fight for it. The, the, see, that's, that's the reality of getting into the altercation. 
She had to do it twice. If it doesn't work, you don't stop fighting until you get that position, until you get out of there, okay? That's basically your, your self-defense. It's, it's, you have to do whatever it is, but it's, it's all leverage at this point, but you still keep on going. You still have that will. You gotta have that will to get out of that situation. So we're gonna do it one more time. And that was the wrist control escape. I just, I always wanted to put this out. Like I, even though I am older than you guys, I kind of, I look up to you guys in a lot of ways because I know your fitness level. I know your fitness level because I've, you know, followed you and stuff like that. I, look, I, I see you and, and I know you guys have a relationship. I've watched you, your videos and stuff like that. It, it motivates me too, you know, because I, even though you're younger men, but I don't, I, I still feel like we're in the same, you know, we're still in the same community. Yeah. So it kind of motivates me. So I look up to you guys that way as well, just because I'm older than you guys. I, I think all, the only thing age should really do is tell you like, okay, I obviously can't push myself that hard, but yeah, I yeah. still have this, I still have the room to push. Yeah. And I think for someone, I mean, you said you're, you said 46? 43. 43? 43. My bad. <laughs> 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 it's like, you're really good for 40s. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like, I think like for most people who get to, to that age, I remember thinking like my mom was going into 40 and I just thought, you know, I think they just, it, as a woman, as, a, as an older woman, they just issue you that like long dress that older women wear yeah. around the house and that's just it. Like you just become this fat grandma from that point on. No, no you don't my, have to my, be my, my mother's no, a vampire. She yeah, don't age. That's, you don't have to be, yeah. Yeah. And I think this like, Motivation has always been the thing that I've been trying to crack forever. But like this whole, the last 10 minutes of conversation has literally been like, you want, you want to do this and you want to do this. And like Mark wants to swim and he wants to surf. And it's like, how do I get better at surfing? It's like the difference between that and like most other people is just like, oh, I have to do my steps today. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, I guess I should do some resistance training, whatever that means. Sure. And it's like, and it's like, it's, it's not about that. Like if you have to think about it that way, you're really cutting yourself off with the like, at the knees because you're already starting off from a bad place. And you put like barriers. You have you're to creating do barriers in your head oh, too, man. mentally, because it is it's a mental drive first. Yeah. It's physical comes. Yeah. Yeah. But the mental that's what I'm saying, like the, when we spoke about how we're easy now, we could just go to the gym now. Yeah. Because we don't need to have motivation by anyone yeah. else. Yeah. We don't need anyone pushing us because we push our own selves. Yeah. But it's because we've we build that. At one point, somebody had to show us how to lift. Yeah. You know? How to do how to swim we had to be around people to learn yeah so then after that like you were definitely a follower at that point mm -hmm. and now you became this leader that you didn't even know that you were and now you're showing people and, how to and, do and to be fair like, to be fair to like people who are just getting into it like right. there are times when we're doing something different yeah like like mark just mentioned <laughs> running 26 miles out of the question <laughs> but if like un under certain circumstances if you really had to or like in this case like um what i'm trying to do like i and heather asked me like what is it that you're trying to do i'm like well i want to learn handstands and i want to learn how to climb a rope without using my feet and i want like all these things but like all these things will eventually make you have to get out of your comfort get zone. out of your comfort yeah. zone you'll have to feel like a complete newbie it's gonna no. be super uncomfortable right and you just got to do it but uh, and it is it is it, but it is a little intimidating for those who who feel the little anxieties from yeah. that, you know, it's intimidating because you look at people like us and they're like, I can't be like you guys. Like, it's not like you have to be like this. No, not at all. That. And we're not those people. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not anyone. Just, no. Nobody. Yeah. I just, I'm just doing it. Is, is like getting out of your comfort zone and like challenge yourself just a little bit. Like I've, I've done a, like I told you, I started doing like the pure endurance workouts, mm -hmm. which if you know me, like I'm, I'm a sprinter. To You're not an endurance person. Yeah, yeah. I, I love everything like fast. Uh, short intervals, 
lots of rest, like heavy weights, like that's, that's my jam. Uh, I did a 45 minute, no phone, no music, run. There's just like nothing but me and nature. Wow. And that, that'd be yeah. rough for me. <laughs> it was like, the only thing I had was my phone in my pocket and uh -huh. just on a timer. Uh, and okay. then when it was 45 minutes was up, it, yeah. it rang. Okay. And I looked down on my phone and it tracked like how much I ran because I went to Cellar Fields. Like I ran like hey. six and a half miles and I was like, this is awesome. This, yeah. Like, <laughs> but the whole time I'm like, like the first mile sucked. I yeah. fucking hated it. It was, um, it's like, I was like, you know, I'm hearing myself breathe. I'm sweating. It's hot. Like I'm running up a hill. Like it's not, it's not fun. No. But yeah. then I started noticing like, start getting oh, in your head at like, that point. <laughs> so, so I started looking for different things to distract me. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a nice like retention pond. Yeah. Like, like oh, I've never seen that kind of bird. I was like, oh, it's like, there, there's the, uh, you know, the, Big cat habitat. We have a big cat sanctuary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, there's tigers over there. That's cool. Like, just like stuff like that. Like, I started appreciating my surroundings more, and that kind of got me distracted from whatever was going on or, here. Whatever was going yeah. on in my head. So, yeah. Yeah. and like listening to my feet hit the pavement, which I I hate that sound anyway. Six miles later, yeah, distance, yeah, distance. Yeah, distance. Yeah, <laughs> like, then, like six miles later, like uh, six and a half miles later, I was like, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, I probably could have ran for another forty five minutes, but. You know, it's just one of those things like you have to kind of get out of your comfort, your comfort zone. zone. Yeah, exactly. Like, that. And you almost have to, you you got to remember sort of what you're doing it for. Yeah. You know, like I want to, <laughs> I'd like to actually swim. Yeah. And we'll, I have to kind of we'll get think, there. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like I was, it's like, it made me think, why do I want to do this? And it's like the deeper re motivations for me, I think you mentioned something like this too, is like when I get older, I want to, I want to at least be able to like manage a walk, maybe yeah. a nice little quick run, mm -hmm. like nothing crazy, not like a, like a triathlon or anything. Yeah. But like for me, it was like, I literally wrote down in my journal one day when I was like in my earlier 20s, like I want to be at like 45, 50, whatever it is where I have grandkids and be able to chase them up a tree and have them like have to chase of course, me yeah. wherever. And the only way to do that is to actually maintain some level of, of health and fitness and like, most people don't know what that means. Most people are like, what is it, does it mean? Like, it's, I, it's, 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 it's like, a, it's a changing society. Though, yeah. You know? It's like, like I said, back then it wasn't promoted as much. Well, you know? but the, Our the, parents didn't see that. That's they didn't, true. They didn't, they, no one, no one saw it. That no, we're, we're getting away from that. Yeah. But, you know, I think beyond that, like, rather than looking at it as like, what, what kind of fitness you should reach for is like, what do you want to be able to do when you are 75? And, and the thing for me is like the it's thing that like really hammers it into my head is um, I'm an, the, in my other life I'm a nurse and so I work at these like um, assisted, assisted living facilities right. and, and, and some people are in hospice and it's just like do you really want to be I see people at like 95 who are living there but they have taken care of themselves and right. they just need a little help in there but like they walk around every like every weekend they go out and do something like I want to be at least somewhere there, mm -hmm. if not more. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to, because then there's other people who are like 65, bedridden. completely bedridden, bedridden. And like tubed up, like just, just stuck in bed. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't imagine no. what it must be like to be imprisoned in my own mind, stuck in bed like that. That, that's, yeah. that is scary. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, and that, that, that's, that's definitely scary. That's the thought that I <sighs> have. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a thought that's in my head. Like, I, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. No, yeah. and you don't. It's not, not a life. I'm not, get me out of this bed. No, and there's some people that, that can't, you know, prevent. Yeah, can't you, avoid it. You can't avoid truly, it. Truly, yeah. yeah. You know, truly. And, you, and, and I, I, most people can, though. I, I'm a strong believer. Exactly. You can. Yeah. Most people, you can avoid certain things happening to yeah. you because regardless, you know. You remember that show, Scared Straight? 
where they take the yeah. kids to like yeah. a, I know I yeah. feel like they should take adult like like people who are about to be adults into like an old folks home just to see that like yeah. this is what you could become if you this don't like this is what happened yeah I'm like this is what can happen if you don't take yeah. care of yourself see Muriel like, over here we ha she has a colostomy bag yeah. and she's stuck yeah. in bed and that's, that could be you like oh I don't want to be that well <laughs> I think they need both those tours they need the jail tour <laughs> <laughs> that's just my belief don't do anything stupid no, yeah. Yeah. It, it take care of yourself you know like you know, it's we're, a whole we're, different right, yeah we have a whole different topic like, I mean jail tour yeah. because you yeah. still get these kids who are like they think they know everything and then they get the but the adults too yeah well adults too yeah they get that hard dose of reality like because like, I I've always lived by a philosophy like because my dad's always in my head he's like you know the more you run your mouth, the sooner you're going to get your, your face beaten. And you're going to get punched in the face. And it was, a, it was a lesson that I learned very quickly. I was like, all right, I'm not going to run my mouth anymore because I got punched in the face. And it's, getting punched in the face is not something no, that I recommend nice. for anybody. No. But it's a good life lesson. No. Yeah. I, I think, I think like everybody... Yeah. I don't want to get tased. Yeah, tased is only like five seconds. No, though, I don't so care. It's not, it's it's not <laughs> it doesn't feel good. No. <laughs> so... It's only five seconds of your life. No. Were you certified in that? Yeah, I got yeah. taste. Yeah. I kind of want to. My brother got certified in like that and like yeah. pepper spray and all sorts of those. Like, so pepper, he, uh, he you, can pe do it. you pepper spray me, we're fighting. No, like, I, I don't. I'm down to do it at least a couple of times. I'm not for that. Like, I get it. I get it. I get I, it. I feel it's like a once, like, just a little once lifetime lesson that you learn. Yeah. You just get taste once. And did you get the prongs or did you get like the. No, I got the, I get the prongs. Oh. I, I, no, I already uh, self zapped myself. One time, right? <laughs> it's the uh, finger. Yeah. Testing? Yeah, yeah testing. It works! No, well, we were doing like scenarios and How long can I hold this? <laughs> it, it only happens once. You're like, uh, if you yeah, do it long it. enough, you become static shock. Your reflexes are like, cat. <laughs> yeah, burnt the ends of my fingertips of smoking and everything. It's awesome. But it's, it, you got to make it known too that there's not just one type of so to speak, like exercise. Mm -hmm. I guess exercise is best for it because, like, it, it can be Not absolutely one type of modality. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't have to be. You, there's so many different things you can get yourself into to keep yourself healthy. And it, yeah, and, and it's it's. Well, beyond just the steps and like going and swimming in a pool for resistance, yeah, it's like yeah. you got to do a little more than that. Yeah, yeah it's it's definitely you can do absolutely. There's a, whatever you feel that you need to do, if it makes you feel comfortable. Do that to stay fit. Yeah, because you don't have to be the next, you know, three hundred and fifty pound no. weightlifter. You don't have to. You don't have to be the next Hoist Gracie. You don't have to be the next, you know, mountain. Yeah, mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mount Everest guy. I, it's just. No, I was talking about hop toward yours in the mountain. Oh, either way, <laughs> yeah. like either, way. Yeah. either way, all of just, those demand a certain yeah. kind of fitness. Yeah, and you still you just find what works for you, and yeah. it's, it's important, man. It's important for you to take care of yourself and your health. That's ultimately what. That's why I'm like here talking with you guys yeah. because you guys got a good thing going on, and I, I don't know if there's anyone else out there putting this kind of stuff out or this type of material and stuff like that, which is good. And, and it is like, we're not celebrities, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, we're everyday yeah. people. Yeah. Everyday you know people, just it's like just, a bunch of, bunch of normal people. You know, normal folks just, just punching about, the clock every day, yeah. in and out, going through life, yeah. you know, and just doing what we do. And it's important. And, and this is a good platform to share your experiences and maybe your thoughts or even that just, just if people are, interested in commenting yeah. and asking questions is it's it's very easy to get in yeah. contact with these guys so
Yeah, um, because now we have multiple platforms. We yeah. have websites coming together. We're working on that. Um, pretty soon we'll have like t-shirts and we do, have. Do you guys ever like put out your like your Instagram on here at all? You ever talk about it? Yeah, we like mention our Instagram yeah. every, at the end. every uh, yeah. yeah. So at the uh, end of the podcast, we'll ask where to find you and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a Facebook page, Instagram page for the podcast. We have our own Instagram pages. I don't like to get a lot of heat on Facebook because. But now we have a, we have a Facebook for this, yeah. so now yeah. so yeah. now now you now you don't have to no, friend yeah. me on it's Facebook. Important. You <laughs> gotta have it too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know a lot of people like anti Facebook too, no, but I, I just like because I, I there's a I use it just to like communicate with family mostly yeah. on my Facebook. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of like I'm not gonna get in politics. This, <laughs> this podcast is like I, yeah, yeah, because it's it's gone different out of control, and like I hate talking politics on on Facebook. I hate it because it's just I don't know if fitness and politics actually would work out though. Well, you know? they, they like, somehow because implement they, fitness it, it and politics. <laughs> it happens a lot, especially with any size of brain. Well, yeah, two different sides of the brain, but they somehow converge because of today's world topics or yeah. world issues now. Well, so. the, the way I've, I've kind of broken it down, like the micro of the way that you treat yourself as a human being reflects in the macro, which is the way you treat the people in the community and the people at large. Because it's like, if you live in a world where you're surrounded by people who willingly put themselves through challenges and like are strong individuals, you're probably gonna see the rest of the community, the rest of the country that way. So when you look out and you see a bunch of entitled people, God, even even me saying like saying it like that yeah, yeah. makes me sound like I'm a jerk. Right, but still, it's, but that, it's, but it's, there's a reason why I say it is because ultimately I feel that everyone is capable of so much more. That when you fall back on say some something like the government to like take care of you, mm -hmm. it takes the power away from you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there are so many individuals in like in some of these communities, for example. Like it, it always is interesting to me that I'll like every so often I'll I'll send. I'll use like Malcolm X as a reference mm -hmm. for 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 this idea that like what he was trying to stand up for was like build up your communities, right? Build up your communities to the point where you don't rely on this other part of the community, so that like you can actually keep it to your own. And, and I think for the most part, like being like Latino communities and like there's always a strong pride in every single one of those, and you want to keep it all within that the family, so to speak. So let's do more of that. And it starts with you. It starts with the individual. So yeah. if each of us are strong, then we can do that. So the, that's why it always, we always run into politics when we have these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> try to avoid it as much as possible. But it happens, but yeah. It happens. Because, um, well, politics dips into sports, and mm. I hate when it happens. I hate that, too. Though. I definitely. <laughs> yeah. See, well, it's because there's, 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 there's all different types of politics. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, well, it's not just it's, government, you yeah. know, because there's... You know politics and jujitsu as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, which, yeah. with the history. Of when the, you're dealing the with groups of people, yeah. that yeah, just happens. Just, oh my gosh! It, it, you know, politics is a huge reason why I don't watch professional sports anymore. Like, it's just, you know, like I. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Like, like it totally is mind blowing the way yeah. people like think yeah. and just destroy like yeah. ideas or people's interests exactly, yeah. or just like. Like politics literally ruined my my love for professional sports. <laughs> it's terrible. It, it, it did like in. Less than less than a decade, like I, I got so bitter and sour with professional sports, I just stopped watching it. Completely. It's usually those people who yeah. like who have something to say, and, and it's because they're in those positions. Yeah. Who don't even do it? Yep. Yeah. No. I'm like, what are you doing? You're right. You're right. Like, 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get out. Just yeah. go. Yeah. yeah go human, home. <laughs> human behavior is interesting, man, and yeah. that's the thing that like I like to study. And the, the thing about like that is watching. like, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is like we always want to associate, and this is this goes back to like that personal sovereignty, individual strength thing. Like when you have no faith in yourself, you almost need to look out to a celebrity right. or or a sports personality. Yeah. I hate celebrities. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool to draw some level of of, of like variety, yeah. this is okay. their story. Yeah. This is what ins- they could be inspiring in that respect. But right. that's a person. Yeah. That's a person just like your neighbor, just like your 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 cousin, just like your uncle who has their flaws and issues. And you can't look to them just because they did really well at being like an Oscar winning director, a, like a, like like a like an MVP in any given sport. Yeah. doesn't mean they're like a god. No, Like, right. chill. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, relax. Person. Like, yeah. see, that's just about to point that out because, yeah. like, you know, Chuck Liddell and, and, and like, Fedora Milk, they're very big in, like, that. The respect MMA is world, yeah. Right, the respect. So, but, and they're, they're, to us, they're celebrities in that sense, but if I see them, am I going to be, like, starstruck and, like, oh, my gosh. No, you just... No. Oh my God! You treat them. You treat them as as people. It's just like <laughs> right. I do. Yeah, I, like they're people. Yeah. So yeah, you can't get into them, you know, in their face all the time. You got to give them their space. It's, yeah. it's it's, and you know, and there's celebrities out there that you can honestly be like, you be like, yeah, cool. I, I I like to be like him, you know, you know, because, yeah. you know, his fitness level, Dwayne Johnson's yeah. fitness level, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's yeah. just like, yo. It's, yeah. it's interesting to see how he's progressed in yeah. life and where he's at in life and it's just like wow okay cool he's, about, he's a little older than I am anyway so yeah. he's a big perfect example 46, 45 years old yeah, you, just turned you got the hair <laughs> <laughs> low haircut <laughs> I have to ain't, ain't nothing growing anymore yeah, well, <laughs> hey man I'm in the same house, so I started I started balding when uh, I was 21 yeah. and I just said like, screw it I'm just shaving it all up yeah just accept it. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's good accepting, you know, your skill set. Well, you know? I mean, I always shaved my head for swim meets anyway, so it was <laughs> just the next step. I was like, I accept it, man. It's, it's made it simple. Yeah. 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 Very, very easy choice. And I had a mohawk, so I was already halfway there. Oh, no way. So, yeah, dude, I had a garnet mohawk back right. in the day. Chuck going on. No, it was just <laughs> straight, straight garnet mohawk. Oh, wow. And it was, it was curly, man. It was, it was very interesting. interesting. I was a very, very different time in my life. So, we, I, I really got into this vision with Mark because what he was talking about was about a legacy. So that's kind of what he wants for the world. And it's um, to be able to share his knowledge, if nothing else, to be able to share his knowledge and all that. What, I know it's a big thing, but like in so many words, what do you wish you could kind of impart to the world? I know you have a daughter, so at the very least, let's say like your daughter, because I feel that way. I have a daughter as well, and I feel the same way. Like, but I, I would, what I would like for her is to be to know that to be very independent. From a lady's point of uh, that, you don't need anybody. You know, like you don't need a a, a boyfriend, husband, or anything to be successful to have things in life. I think also too, like we tend to like even as men, like we tend to just get comfortable in having. You know, a significant other to to build, you know, uh, an empire. Sometimes yeah. instead of trying to do it on your own, which sometimes it is hard, but it all depends on what you choose. But it's possible, right? Yeah. What you choose, and I get it. 
you know, I just want her to be just an independent woman, like without needing absolutely anything, not even the government. Like she should not have to the, rely on them after so many, like when once she's become and she's went to school and she's done college and she's like at this point, I, I'm hoping that she is can choose and pick something that's that makes her more independent. Yeah. You no, know, without needing anyone's help, that she's able to do it on her own because. Once you start having a family and kids and stuff like that, it's a whole different ballgame. Children and, and having a family is a whole different ballgame. Your, your, your vision of life completely changes because now you're not just thinking about oh, yourself yeah. anymore. You, become you have become more someone. selfless and yeah. everything is... You have, to, yeah. you, have to, you have to provide because a, a baby is not going to provide for themselves. Yeah. You are the parent. Yeah. So now, now you're looking into things like, okay, now I need like stability. What kind of stability do I need? Now, what did I go to school for? I went to a school for something that I can't get a job in right now, which is important, you know. So if I hope that she chooses something that she knows that she doesn't have to feel like she has to depend on someone or rely on someone else. Now, eventually, you will rely on someone. Not saying that's the worst thing to do, but the sooner she gets out of that and is able to take care of, she can handle it herself. Because then, you know, if if things don't work out with her and whoever, she can. She can still maintain. She doesn't need the help. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm more into like trying to help her do that, and and you know, and and I do teach her and try to you know remind her about the martial arts and stuff like that. She's into like ballet and stuff, mm-hmm. which is another form of art to yeah. me. So in a lot of ways, it has its interest, but you know, and, it all has its own discipline too. So yeah, she's learning. I mean, you can learn so much from art. You know, dance. Music, mm-hmm. athletics, like martial arts, like, all those have their own lessons and disciplines, and they all translate into life. I mean, I, I made friends with a whole bunch of people from the band at Florida State. Like, yeah. they, they used to play. They used to wake. Well, I was already up because I waked up before God and all the angels. But they used to play at six o'clock in the morning, right across the street from the dorms. So all the other people who are out partying until four o'clock in the morning got a rude awakening at six o'clock, at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. Ugh. So I, I mean, I, I made friends with them. They're like, oh, you guys, guys sound good. Like, they're like, you don't mind? They're like, what are no. you crazy? I'm like, no, dude. Like, that's like a natural alarm clock. It's awesome. They're like, God, like, oh, you're weird, man. But like, all right, cool. And like, you know, my my brother's very talented in music too. Like, he's like, I'm musically retarded. Like, I can't, I can't play an instrument to save my life. But that's because I never tried to. Right. My brother can pick up an instrument just by listening to the sound and play it like that you know, different talents and everything like that so it, it's uh it's always a good you know mix and yeah, but it's good like though yeah. you still like fitness has to be regardless if you're into that stuff or not you still should stay main, and maintain oh, a fitness level just because yeah. like it's all health it's all yeah. about health man. when it comes down the, to it it's about health the marching marching chiefs at florida state they were they were physically fit man like they they were like uh they would run stadiums with their instruments up and down the stadiums you know the guys with the big Drum things, banging away, mm-hmm. carrying them up and down to the big tubas and all that stuff. That's like insane. they would go. All up and down. <laughs> That's insane. I don't know if you've been to. Have you seen Bill Campbell Stadium? No. So it seats eighty six thousand people. There's like seventy five to eighty steps up one way. Oh no! And they, it's steep, man. And like they carry those things. This is kind of dangerous going up that you know that steep. That's but, steep, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, no. But, uh, I, yeah, I they do it, man. Out. Like yeah, they. You know, hats off to them, and I'm sure, like you know, the uh, you know Ohio State band and the University of uh, the Swamp People band, and uh, 
you know, stuff like that. They all do the same thing. So the University Swamp People is uh, UF, by the way. Um, very little disgruntled, but it's an inside joke. Not a topic. So has, um, has, it, has your, let's say, fitness journey always been like pretty smooth sailing, or has there been one or two particularly tough challenges along the way, and, and what would you say is like that one, if there is like a couple of them, that like made you kind of question or even wonder if you were on the right path? I didn't really question if I was on the right path, but it's, it's one of those things for me that when I was starting jiu-jitsu, it was like 2004, 2005-ish, roughly. Um, who knows? A little later. Because if, if I've been doing it for 10 years, I'm messing up my own timeline right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, probably later on that that happened. But it's pro my progression on the mat was always questionable. Like, I was always questioning where was I going with this? Like, what do I want from it? Because I, I feel like my... My journey in jiu-jitsu has been my biggest accomplishment ever in life because of the lack of me graduating high school. I didn't graduate from uh, college. I do have college credits, and I do have my diploma now, but I got my GED. Uh, so in a lot of ways, people, the, the saying is, is that studying jiu-jitsu is, is equal to having a master's degree. Because of the length and time yeah. that you put into you it, you have to like with anything. Like, you have to study. Yeah, like, it, it's just one of those things. Like, you know, and it requires a level of fitness that yeah. you need. It's it's very interesting, because um, most jujitsu people aren't the biggest and strongest people in the yeah. world. They, you 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 don't realize who is this person until you get on the mat with them. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. like I'm surprised. Like, you look like you're crippled. Like honestly, there's people, there's guys that I know that are a little older than me and that do jujitsu, and they walk around just because they're older men, yeah. you know, and and they walk around looking like they're hurting a lot of times. Like you know, when they're on the mat with you, they're submitting you in like yeah. ten seconds, and you're like, what happened? So, it I question it a lot because, like I said, like you never know that you're ready for a belt. You don't ever think that you're ready for the next level until you're promoted. But that's the interesting thing about it is because you have somebody else seeing you from the outside in, you know. So I, my biggest time would be questioning why am I doing this would be just on the mat. And then I'll, I'll do it now more so because there's still, there's progression still in my belt now that I can achieve. Mm -hmm. um, which I, like, again, I still would never feel like I deserve it, you know, but my professor might feel like I deserve it. And, and I'm okay with that, but um, it's yeah, it's it's always been on the mat. Like you just, I will always question why am I doing this. I know now it's been ten years later, but you know I see what I've learned from it. You know, just from you know fitness reasons and stuff like that, and see what it's done for me, uh, spiritually, mentally, and physically. But, um, that was, that's one of my biggest ones right there. That's that's definitely it. Because like, weightlifting for me was never, I never questioned that. Like, I just did it. I never thought, like, uh, why am I doing this today? No. I did it because a lot of, like, just reducing stress and stuff like that. And it was healthy for me. Yeah. You know, but when it came to the martial art world, it was totally different. 
because I watched those movies growing up too. But I, my movies were different than yours. Mm-hmm. And what you see now, you know, mine were like like old school Chinese flicks, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so you respect that culture, you respect that enlightenment that you get from that, and that's that's pretty much what I I I, I respect just that traditional way. It just there's a lot to be said about that and that discipline, you know. So. Being a martial artist to me, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Aside of like having my kids, you know, and stuff like that. So definitely my biggest achievement, man. So is it a matter of having to live up to the standard of this new level? So every single time, not just the belt, Mm -hmm. but also because everyone is still progressing. Because new things are being discovered every year. I mean, every few months, maybe. But that's the beauty, though, of jiu-jitsu, too, is because it's forever evolving, I should Mm say. Um, There's always new things. Like, it's basically, it's the most basic techniques. Mm -hmm. But you're learning it from different angles. You're learning it from different styles. And just, it's, that's why it's forever evolving, because you you do something, you see somebody doing something, like, oh, my gosh, like, you look like he just did, like, a backspin and a flip and and this time and third, like, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember doing that, but how did he do that? Because I'd like to learn that now yeah. because it's just another angle of it. And I feel like that's the same with fitness and sports as well. Uh, everything's evolving. I mean, you, you, I've touched on this. Like, you know, the swimming world has gotten a lot faster than <clears throat> I was swimming. And mm-hmm. It wasn't too long ago that I was in the pool swimming every day. So something's changed. Of course. And then like, science. Yeah, science. Science, <laughs> science yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And everything, you know, science like, obviously changed. like strength comes down to like, like Ray said um, a couple of weeks ago when we had our interview, um, you know, strength is numbers. And like, there's certain ways to get to those numbers mm-hmm. through science. And the same thing could be said, you know, with, you know, different angles, different physics mm-hmm. in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's ever evolving, just like sports and fitness. Everything, everything evolves. Yep, like anything, <laughs> yeah. just like anything. And we've evolved as people. So given that you've had moments of doubt and challenge, mm-hmm. and life is always going to present you with more and more challenges, mm-hmm. what would you tell someone, what would you tell your younger self in that moment to kind of give them the encouragement to keep going? That not to really worry so much, not to uh, not to stress, because it's 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 automatic. You're going to uh, it's going to happen. You know, like stay stay you know stay with it. Um, you say not to like second guess yourself. Yeah, in a lot of ways, not to second guess yourselves, but you don't know that when you're younger, you know. So yeah, because uh, yeah, I I tend to overanalyze and overthink things. I'm a definite overthinker. But, and I'm hypercritical of myself, so I can definitely see that. Well, no, it's cool, because we're all, we're, all we're all our worst critics in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that mentor every day, you know, that parent. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wasn't raised. I didn't have the best. I had the best childhood in a lot of ways, but then I didn't in my household. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very dis- my family is very dysfunctional. Uh, so... To come from where I grew up to where I am now, and like I would tell myself that, like it gets better. Like yeah. your life will change. Like things is is not what you 
see it as now. It yeah. will. Things will change. Things will. Yeah, that's that's a excellent excellent perspective to have. It's just man, like you know, you're making me reminisce about all the times, <laughs> all the things that I've been through in yeah, life as hey, a man, kid, man. Like, I was it was rough. Yeah, <laughs> it was rough. I didn't. I, I definitely wasn't spoon fed. That's for sure. Yeah. So. You know? Well, I, I feel like you know those experiences shape you the way you are now. Like, you know, like I, I told my podcast like early on, like, you know, I didn't have, you know, the greatest childhoods. Like, I, I had this nasty chip on my shoulder that literally drove my athletic career for the better part of fourteen years. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, I joke about like, you know, I sound more and more like my father. It's my stepfather that I sound like. Yeah. You know, because he's the one who raised me, like the, my biological father wasn't in my life mm-hmm. all my life and I, I feel like that nastiness and that like because I was angry at the world at a young age like I just I hated everyone mm-hmm. and that drove me through athletic you know my athletic career my entire life and uh, I thank my mom and my stepfather for giving me an avenue to express myself which was through sports and they kind of just had this loaded rocket and just set me on a path and let me Go wherever I need to go. But that does because it brings a thought to my head now. Because without adversity, mm-hmm. there's no change. No matter, no matter yeah. Because you can't if you don't feel what you what you said you were yeah. feeling yeah. at a late, at an early age to where you are now. Who knows if you would have changed? Yeah. Who knows exactly. if, you, yeah. if that would have created what you you're thinking the mm-hmm. way you are now? And like, because adversity is important. <laughs> you gotta have it. Yeah, every I think every every person has has it, and it, yeah. it defines. Yeah what they're going to be and um you know i was listening to an earlier podcast this morning um the real af like they talked about the uh, last chance or last last dance movie yeah the documentary about michael jordan and um you know one of the things they brought up was uh michael jordan's high school coach cut him from the team he's like you think michael jordan would have been the athlete he is if that coach didn't cut him from the team like if he if he stayed on that team i don't think he'd be the greatest one of the greatest basketball players ever to live Hands down. Hmm. But, you know, since that coach did it, you know, I know for all time he's going to be known as that coach who cut Michael Jordan. Yeah. He, he, didn't, know, he no, didn't know Michael Jordan no, was going to be Michael no, Jordan at no, that point. No. no exactly. <laughs> like, nobody knew. No. Like, and yeah. I, you know, they're like, do you think he made the right choice? I was like, at the time, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he wasn't good enough to be on the team. Like, hands down. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like adversity drives people, athletes, entrepreneurs, like business people That's to where they need though, to be. Because it falls into fitness again. Yeah. So you got to, it all relates to that. Yeah. So yeah. Like, True. to getting started, you know, people feel like they fail at doing curls the right way. And it's the most simplest exercise yeah. that for us, you know, like, because you don't need to curl yeah. a thousand pounds with one arm. Yeah. I'll curl 10, you know, 10 pounds just yeah. to get like a warm up. Yeah. It's whatever you're capable of doing. You yeah. start Failing at it doesn't mean it's the end of yeah. the world. Just just means you're humble and you're ready to go with plan B. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. You got to just accept it and just move just on. Roll, roll, yeah. Just roll with the roll punches. Roll with the punches. You definitely have to. So the answer to your question, yeah, you know, that's that's a great way of doing that. Like, yeah, just tell, tell, tell your old self that things are going to get better. Yeah. And whatever happens, happened for a reason. There's no way. Don't go back. It, it's not going to change. You can't, you can't regret what happened to you. I never regret what happened to me. So, never. I actually, I, I, I applaud that what I went through made me who I am now and pushed me to the point that I, I am 
a lot of ways, in a lot of ways. So I had a friend once tell me that he found it interesting that no matter how challenging things seem to get for me, mm -hmm. and I, used, I was always very public about it, mm -hmm. I would find a way to keep going. In your case, did you feel that the willingness to just keep going in spite of your own doubts, was that maybe one of the things that helped you to keep progressing and to be where you're at now? Uh, yeah, my, the willingness of, of just wanting, it's not settling, you know, settling for whatever I was given. I, I'm, I'm a poor, I'm going to say I'm a poor planner, but I'll try to plan. A lot of times it doesn't work out and it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But the thing is just that you still got to go, you still got to be, you know, go ch you guys uh, push, you still got to push for something. Um, to Mike work Tyson out. Mike said it perfectly. It's like everyone's got a game plan, but you get punched in the face. So you still got <laughs> to stop. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, like, you don't stop. You just keep going. Yeah. So it's just it, my my willingness was always was probably one of my biggest like uh, things like that helped me because I never I, I wasn't settling. I wasn't settling for what I thought that I was given. So. That's kind of, that's basically, I think that's mostly what, drive, what drives me now is my willingness to just continue. Like, my fitness level now is, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm, I could do better. Yeah. You know? But people would see me, I'm like, man, you know, you walked up to you, like, I didn't think you were that big. I'm like, yeah. I'm not that big in my head. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, no. And then it's just one of those things. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, and definitely it's, the willingness. You got to have it, man. It's. I think, strong. I think definitely that that ties into we mentioned this earlier it always ties back to fitness and then it always ties back to politics because when you ex when you know that you can always fall back on a system that will tell you hey I know you didn't make it but you're alright you don't have to try any harder mm -hmm. I think that kind of diminishes your willingness to put in any more work because you, then you can tell yourself well you know what I tried yeah what if what if Michael Jordan grew up in that environment where where someone was like, "It's okay, Michael, you did what you could, you you made a strong effort, and mm -hmm. maybe this is the end for you, like you just go to school and you get a degree because that's what's expected of you as a young black man in this community, is to get at least a college degree, and you can do whatever you want to do for the rest of your life. Like, what if he just stopped there? I don't like for me. I don't think that's part of that was part of. Michael Jordan's personality. Was, I don't think so yeah, either. I think there was just that, like, there's always more. Like you yeah, said, yeah. there's always more that I could yeah. be doing, that I could do. Um, just like, like I, I always feel like, I, I've said this before, there's like three types of people, like, you know, there's sheep, sheep dogs, and wolves. And like, there are certain people, like, they, they're not satisfied with what they have, and they keep going after it. And like, you can use it for de-beaten reasons, or you can use it for, um, yeah, you know, affluent reasons. Like, it's, or altruistic reasons like mm -hmm. it, it's just there's always more to be done yeah and, um you know again like you know having this platform and sharing our stories i think it's going to help other people form their you know i i hope so yeah. because that's basically like you know with anyone who i get in, who i talk to especially in the in the jiu-jitsu community and, and who are like just starting mm -hmm. i just like to i know some part of me inspires them because they're looking at me like man you know rob like damn i'm gonna be like that and it, it's, it, uh, it makes me feel good that they feel that way. That's what makes me feel good. Not yeah. because I've already been in, in 
you know, and done it, it just makes you feel good that they're looking at me. I can be that role model. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could be that vision or I, that I, will. I love motivating them. people yeah. to do something that they never thought they could do. Like right. that's, and then out of that self, like that's like a huge confidence boost for myself. Mm-hmm. But like to see them grow in confidence and be able to achieve something like that, that's like the ultimate like gift that I could never get. Yeah, you're right. And it ultimately doesn't matter what somebody necessarily achieves in their own particular life. Mm-hmm. For me, what I've come to really appreciate is that you may not be able to, because I've seen this in myself, if you cannot squat this weight today, mm-hmm. the fact that I, just, I saw you pour every ounce of your spirit into this today is enough for me. Mm-hmm. And as, so long as you're willing to do it, and, you're, and you keep trying, mm-hmm. keep that spirit. And I think there's just, there is, maybe there's sadly a lack of it. Maybe it's just, I live in this weird little fitness bubble where people are super into it, where they keep trying because there's a girl who wants to swim 25 meters and keeps choking out at like three quarters of the way and keeps doing it anyways in spite of herself. And then ultimately gives in and says, you know what? If I pass out, because I know you did, and you yeah, had, well, I was going you had someone tell you, like, <laughs> don't do that again. She was like, if I pass out, there's a lifeguard there. Yeah. Well, I passed out because I didn't want to do practice. Yeah. And I don't want my teammates to suffer through practice. Yeah. And I had a coach tell me I couldn't do it. So. Or, or like, <laughs> I know it's probably not the smartest thing to spend two hours attempting a max deadlift. Why not? It's probably not healthy for my back, but I do it anyways. Yeah. And I wonder if there's been, t- I wonder if there's been times <laughs> where, yeah. I wonder if there have been times where you were like, show me that submission again. How the hell did you do that? And then you hammer it again and again and again. And the other person's probably like, I got to go. I was like, just, just one more time. Just, just show me one more time. Because you just need to know it. And I, I would wish that people find that more in themselves. And by sharing this table and sharing this platform with people who have different stories and different challenges, people can see, like, this guy has a certain background somewhat similar to mine. Mm -hmm. Or this girl has a similar background similar to mine. I can do this very same thing. And I can dismiss all of my possible excuses because they've done it, so I can probably do it. Mm -hmm. It's true. I hope that that's what happens because, like I said, that's... When I, when I, when I, just from meeting um, Mark One here, I've always, I already knew something about him that he didn't know that I knew about him. So I knew his fitness level. So, and then we got, the, the way I got to talk to Mark is because of, you know, our work and we got to talking about that. But I always, when I talk to you, I never wanted you to feel like you lost something. You've always had it. Yeah. You know, so that's why I always tell you you have talent. And I know you have talent. You know what I'm saying? You have you have something in you that they don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. That they lost out on. Yeah. So that's why I always say that and then now that you're having this and then like meeting everybody else, like I wanna I wanna encourage you more to be that person yeah. and not let those things bother you. Yeah, because I was you, you, you were talking <laughs> yeah, you, you uh you were talking to me like when I was like at a very Dark, yeah, dark, low point in my <laughs> my life, and I was very, I was very, um, 
I had a lot of self-doubt and questioning a lot of things going on. And, uh, you know, you're one of those people who, like, kind of kept pushing me to, you know, like, this time's going to pass. Like, you're you're going to get through this. Like, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And, like, you were one of the one of the few people who were still in, like, my work community who were kept pushing me. Because, like, after what happened, like, I lost touch with nearly everyone Everybody, except, yeah, except for... Course. I tell you the truth because if I retire, yeah. ain't nobody gonna hear from me <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Well, other than you and like a supervisor, like you're the only really two close guys. to me. Yeah. yeah, we're the only two people who no really way. talk to me. So it, it's um, you really learn who, who your friends are. Well, that's, <laughs> but it it also helped me like you know what like you know he's right like there's there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and um, you know things things. You know, get dark before the light comes. It's a, it's a Batman quote, but um, yeah, it it, it, it all comes around eventually. So, yeah. I want to thank you for all of that. Um, I think that's a good. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. You got any? Uh, what are some parting words, and where pe- where can people find you? Uh, well, I'm I'm listen. I got every like well, not every social media thing because I only, I mostly just do Facebook and Instagram. Not on TikTok. Uh, no, dancing TikTok. I mean, I would. I've tried. My girl, we tried to do the whole. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I forget how it goes. Renegade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know that. But it's. I've tried, but no, I, I'm not. I'm not hip enough to. <laughs> uh, it's definitely yeah. confusing that platform. No, nah, I mean, I think I could do it, but I just, I just, I do it for I'm messing around yeah. and just being foolish and yeah. funny because I just, I'm like that. A lot of the times, but um, uh, just my uh, my Instagram is like uh, it's under like uh, be humble, live life, you know, be strong type. That's um, interesting. People always ask me why you have that. Why is that? I'm like, what do you mean? Why? Why well, can I not a, have it? I mean, it's actually I, how I, feel I try like, to no, because it's a it's a good mantra and it's a good reminder <laughs> of what people should be. Yeah. So I just I hope that when people yeah, see they're it, like, they're like, oh, yeah. and then they well, see and me. it's yours. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if you want it to be like that, then that's but, your uh, prerogative. Like on, on my Facebook, I kind of keep it private because yeah. of the military Thank thing, you. you know. See, um, I'm not the only one. Um, I don't really have my real name on there yeah. Yeah. on Facebook, so if you see it, it's not my real name. Yeah. Um, um, for many reasons, because you know with the military and they tell you not to have certain things. Um, mm. And even on my my uh, Instagram, it'll, it'll probably have a fake name on it. But my my name is Daniel. But I put Dan on it, so yeah. in a lot of ways, it's not fake. So yeah. people call me throw Dan. them off the scent. Yeah, it just throws you yeah. off a little bit unless you personally know me. But I rather you personally know me, then I'll tell you the truth as far as who I am, like yeah. my name wise. But um, it protects you and protects your family. So yeah. So and then, and then I do have uh, another page that I manage. It's uh, uh, D Rod uh, D Rod nineteen seventy three Wolfpack BJJ Sarasota. Um, because I'm always just trying to promote the jiu-jitsu, you know, lifestyle, and and then my I try to help my instructor and stuff like that. Because I've done a lot with my jiu-jitsu. I've, I've been around. I've, I've seen a lot of like professionals, uh, jiu-jitsu artists and, and practitioners in my career. You know, uh, I've done things with Master Hoist and his nephews, you know, with the California and stuff like that. So. Um, I just I, I want to share those experiences with people, yeah, so that's absolutely. you can contact me through that as well. So it doesn't matter how you do it, but um, or through these uh, you guys here, but it doesn't matter. 
Is that Wolfpack on the Ridge? Yeah. Gotcha. Seth used to go there. Yeah. 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 Seth. Good Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while, but yeah, I know Seth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on quarantine. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth, he should know me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, can we find you? Well, you can find me as the person in front of the camera. It's my primal being. But we've also, I'm going to push for um, Florida's Fittest. We've got a website in the works. Just bought the URL for Florida's Fittest and Florida's Fittest Podcast. You should, you should be able to find those both. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get that all set up. We're trying to get set, um, things set up so that we've got a Patreon. And so if you can let us know what you'd be interested in seeing. I've got some behind-the-scenes stuff shooting right now. Exactly. But um, some behind-the-scenes stuff going, and then maybe we can do some uh, personal questions for the guests. So we'll try to get it out there. So who, happens, who, who the guest happens to be, what their credentials are, and if you have some particular questions, those could be the bonuses for people on Patreon. We want to make it so that it's more value to you for whatever you decide to donate to us because this is a labor of love yeah. and we want to make sure that it's something that we can sustain because we also have the rest of our lives to tend to. I have a kid. Mark has a, a very aggressive swimming um, career. career that he needs to tend to. <laughs> that demands a lot of, of time and, and money. Um, and uh, bullets also aren't cheap, so uh, <laughs> yeah. when he goes to the range with his brother, yeah. that's, that gets expensive. Yeah. I might join him, so that gets expensive, so <laughs> we'll be putting out some shirts, and ultimately what we'd like to do is to take this platform and do uh, more educational things and do exactly. more yeah. seminar-type things, and this is ultimately the jumping-off point so that if at some point um, people like Dan, for example, can present something with just a simple self-defense course, um, we can do that and, and host it that's kind of what we're trying to do here is go beyond just this sharing yeah. of legacy and actually get you involved in the process as well. Exactly, so if yeah. that means, if it incentivizes the, the Patreon by providing you with, with coupon codes and discounts, what have you, that's going to be what we'll try to do. So we'll probably put out some sort of a survey yeah, and let people sure. know what, or, or give, give people an opportunity to give us their feedback. Um, but besides that, if you want to find the person behind the lens, my other self would be Echelon Media. And that um, you can find that basically everywhere. But for the most part, for the show, it's gonna be Florida's Fittest or Florida's Fittest Podcast. Yeah. Florida's um, Fittest Podcast is the Instagram. Instagram. Name. So you can follow that. Um, yeah. Once this is all edited, we'll send it all out. We'll have like previews for it, and uh, get the name out. But uh, this will probably premiere today's next week. Yeah, so next week. So mm-hmm. next Monday. Let's say loosely next week. <laughs> yeah, next next week. Well, you yeah. know, Filipino times the Filipino same as Puerto Rican time. That and like yeah, so work, work <laughs> schedules. Yeah. We're all the same. Island time kind of. Uh, yeah, time basically kind of island time. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at mcox91. Uh, like I said again, like you can find this podcast at Florida's Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and any podcast streaming app. Yeah, we have some awesome athletes that share their stories, um, just good conversations um, that we've had, you know, between ourselves and other people. We've talked about world topics, life topics, sports topics, and everything else. So, and uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, we need to get you back to sleep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Peace out.